Our Infinitely Loved podcast. I'm Sam. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Koos. We believe that loving yourself is the key to transforming every aspect of your life. And it's our hope that these conversations bring you one step closer towards embracing this truth. Welcome to this week's episode of You Are Infinitely Loved. Sam, Koos, and I have been talking about a very powerful question. It's challenging us. It's helping us make decisions. We love it. So this week, we are asking ourselves, what would you do if you loved yourself? (laughs) (laughs) It does sound like a silly and simple question, but as we unpack it, I feel like we might get some insights that are helpful. Mm. This is a super powerful question, and it's a question that I've been using in my coaching for years. And again, it might, it might sound like a, a strange question or a, it's a question that most people unfortunately don't ask themselves often, if ever, in their life. And yet I think this should be the question that we use to filter every single decision that we make because mm-hmm. I really believe that the, the self-loving thing to do is the right thing to do. And I think we know what that right. is. I've actually never had a client or a friend, I've used this on friends as well, not know the answer to this question. So when I have anyone come to me and they, you know, they might have a really big decision in their life and be at a real crossroads about whether to stay in a particular relationship or whether they want to change career direction and whether they want to stay in the company they're in or go out on their own or like really big life decisions. And I say to them, what would you do if you loved yourself? And they always have a response and it's instant. They, they tell me, you know, I would do this. I would leave the relationship or I would, you know, whatever it may be. But I've never had anyone say to that question, I don't know. They always mm-hmm. know. And so then it's about, okay, well, how do you have the courage to act in alignment with what's loving for you? Mm-hmm. I think too, even in little day-to-day stuff, it's not just these big life questions of who should I marry? Yeah. Exactly. Should I children? <laughs> exactly. Should I move to Thailand? Oh my gosh. You can use But these, the day-to-day yeah. of what should I eat for lunch? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Totally. Like the more you can use this question throughout the day, you know, because this is about tuning into how you feel on that day and knowing like food is a perfect example because some days, mm-hmm. you know, the loving thing to have for lunch is a really healthy salad and sometimes it's not. The loving thing to do all the would be have chocolate. <laughs> exactly. For, for, have for a burger. <laughs> so this or is about. Three. What? <laughs> no, no. It's about trusting yourself. And the more that you ask yourself this question, the more you build a sense of self-trust. Yeah, we thought we would share how each of us have been engaging with this. What's been the most challenging ways we're using this question? Mm. So... Sam, (laughs) sucker, you're first. Thanks for letting me go first. (laughs) So Sam and I had talked a lot about this question, um, Mm. just in relationship to how we do relationships. Mm. And so Sam, if I were to ask you the question in regards to relationships, Mm. what would you do if you loved yourself? Hmm. So. No pressure. (laughs) current uh way that I'm dealing with this in my life or yeah what this is bringing up for me at the moment is 
for me, as we all know, after our Valentine's episode, I am single. <laughs> and so, what? what? No. How is that possible? I know. Listeners, just calm down. I know something's not right with the world, but <laughs> um, in the area of intimate relationships. So I have a pattern of behavior where I can form a friendship with someone, with a guy, and become really close to this person feel really connected and then develop feelings for them. And then as you do, as you do, you know, standing. <laughs> and sometimes it can be really clear to me that those feelings are one-sided and that it's not reciprocated. And this is like a case of unrequited love. And, you know, that can be a little bit painful, but you kind of deal with it. And other times I'm not sure if it's reciprocated or not. I feel something. I feel a connection. I think there might be more, And I don't really know. So I build up the courage to kind of express to this person how I feel and then doesn't go my way. The the feelings aren't reciprocated. So that's okay. That that shit happens. I mean, mean, (laughs) in the moment, is it okay, Sam? Because I feel like I've been on a call with you. Maybe sometimes sometimes it's it's not not okay. okay. But, you know, you deal with it. You go, okay, fine. What can I do? I can't force someone to like me. Um, I mean, we could, but I feel like that's a different (laughs) podcast. That's not really the self-love podcast we're shooting for. Totally. Totally. (laughs) Probably like one of those murder podcasts that are very popular right now. Absolutely. Too far? Too far. (laughs) And so the question, here's where it comes in. What would I do if I loved myself? And this is where I still find it a difficult question to answer because I don't think it, like, it really takes some some honesty with yourself because after that experience, then the question is, what would I do if I loved myself? Would I completely detach from this person mm-hmm. so that the part of me that wants an intimate relationship has the space and the energy and the time in my life to go out and find someone that does want a relationship that is in the same place and, you know, reciprocates those feelings or, or if I love myself, do I maintain this connection because it's a friendship? It started as a friendship. You know, it's not like I went into a relationship looking for a relationship. So initially there was a friendship there. So is the loving thing to do to continue to just nurture that friendship and enjoy that person's company. And it's really hard. Some days I feel like, oh, the loving thing to do is just to have the friendship and just appreciate that person in my life in the capacity of a friend. And then other times I'm like, actually, this doesn't feel very loving right now because what I want in my life is an intimate relationship. And if I put all of my time and energy into something, into someone that doesn't want that from me, then I'm not really taking care of that part of myself that wants a relationship. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. (laughs) I feel like it brings up a really solid point though, of the point of asking the question over and over and over again is because the answer changes. It does change. It's not a one time answer and and you're done. Totally. Even with the same situation you're in. Yeah. The answer might differ every time. Every day you ask. It's so true. And some days. Every moment you ask. (laughs) (laughs) Some days it really does feel like, 
like this is the most loving thing to do is just to have this friendship and then other days I'm like this is really not feeling self-loving right now this feels like I'm abandoning myself um yeah so it's it's not as it's a simple powerful question but it's not as clear-cut as it sounds and it is it, it takes realizing that it will be different each day and yeah I guess coming up with what your answer is in that moment and and being able to to make a choice in alignment with that yeah I feel like something I notice both as a therapist and in my own life is that when we do a lot of work around something we then feel like we've arrived and we're done doing the work on that thing <laughs> and then when surprised like <laughs> it comes back around what do you mean we get really frustrated we're like i have done so much work on this are you freaking kidding me oh my god i've got to do more work on this and i feel like both personally and being on the other side of it seeing people hit that point of like wait what do you mean i've done the work on that mm-hmm. i have to go backwards and do more work mm. i didn't do it right the first time mm or it didn't stick Mm. as opposed to I'm hitting up against this again as maybe an invitation to do more healing around it, to get more answers around it. And it's not because I failed the first time working through this thing that it's coming back up again, but there's something I still have to learn. There's something I still need to heal from. Mm. So, or sometimes it's just the practice. You get to do it again, not because you're not doing it right the first time. Right. Mm. That's true. So, Lindsay, if I throw the question back to you. (laughs) I think you answered it really well, Sam. (laughs) I think we can end the episode right now. Oh, thanks thanks. for listening. Thanks for that vulnerable share, Sam. And we're out. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I would love to answer this question. So Um, where is this coming up for you in your life at the moment? What would you do if you loved yourself? Right. I feel, I mean, as I was saying just, you know, a little earlier, things that I've worked really hard on that pop up again for me. So one of them is I am a recovering people pleaser. (laughs) I really want people to like me and love me. We do. We do. Just so you know. Yeah. It's very important. Oh, thank you. Blessing and the curse of the Enneagram number two. Yes. Enneagram two. Do I get any um, shout outs to my Enneagram two people? (laughs) Uh, I feel like, I've done so much work on setting better boundaries Mm. because a lot of times I overextend myself and then I resent the person who asked me to do the thing, Mm. even though I fully said yes to it. Yeah, you were the one. And then I resent myself totally. Then I'm mad at myself for doing the same thing. And why did I say yes? I feel like that is a mantra in my life. Why did I say yes to this? I chose this. Why did I choose this? Do you feel that about this podcast? Why did I say (laughs) yes to this? I chose this. I chose this? <laughs> Question mark? No, this is a such a highlight for me. Um, yeah, no, I think, so this week I had a busy week. So I'm a mom. I have a job that's, you know, emotionally invested. Mm. Um, Best therapist in really... Portland, people. Best therapist in Portland. <laughs> no, I feel like... At the beginning of the year, I knew I'm doing some continuing ed classes. Mm-hmm. I am um, working more than I did the year before. Mm-hmm. My kids are in school, mm-hmm. but there's lots of times when they're out of school for a day or if a snow day happens or sick, sick day happens, that's kind of more on me mm-hmm. um, to figure out childcare. So mm-hmm. I feel like there is a lot going on, a lot of balls up in the air for me. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm not a great multitasker. Mm -hmm. And I know in the past, I mean, my whole life story is overextending myself, then feeling exhausted, feeling lost, not knowing who I am or what I'm about because I'm so focused on other people. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I might've done some therapy around that uh, more than (laughs) once. (laughs) Again and again and again. (laughs) Um, But this past week I had an instance where someone from my kid's school asked me to, to help out with the school auction and do this project. And I committed to like a small part of it, but somehow I ended up coming home with this big art project (laughs) that had to be done within a week. And I felt like I was just in over my head. I kept saying like, wait, how did this happen? I thought I had, I set boundaries around this. I'm just real confused. Um, So I replayed the conversation in my head. Did I, did I say yes to this? Yeah. Yep. I think I did. Yep. That happened. (laughs) And it just made me feel, and so the whole week I was up till midnight working on this thing. Um, Mm. I was cranky. I had so many other things that I wanted to be doing that I needed to be doing, but this kind of took over. Mm. And so, of course, I want to be mad at someone else. Someone made me do this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nope. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Definitely, I said yes. And then I'm mad at myself. Like, why did I say yes? I'll never do this again. You know, all the things I say every time. And then I'm really mad because, Lindsay, man, you said you were going to work on your boundaries. And you've had good boundaries. And now you're back to square one. And so some really negative self-talk came up for me about you aren't really healed from this. You're not really a recovered people pleaser. You're still a freaking people pleaser. Mm-hmm. And maybe you'll never be healed from this or cured from this. This this is just your life. So mm-hmm. kind of spiraling down mm-hmm. that path. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, the self-loving thing in that moment that I kind of caught myself thinking about was, what if I let this be a reminder to myself, the reasons why I don't people please and why I set firm boundaries and honor my boundaries Mm. and let this be a reminder as opposed to I'm back to square one. I haven't actually learned the thing yet. That's such a beautiful reframe. Yeah. And so I think um, that took the sting out of it. And so instead of resentment taking over, I was able to let that go and be like, this is annoying. I don't want to be doing this, but I am going to do it. And I'm going to remember next time that this wasn't something I want to do. Yeah. And to set a firmer boundary around that Mm. and um, to know that I'm going to mess up with this over and over and over again. And it doesn't mean that I'm not doing my work. Yeah. Um, So for me, if I love myself, I would offer myself grace Mm -hmm. when this pops up and offer myself some gentleness around it instead of the verbal abuse that I used to do Yeah. around how can I let this happen again? Yeah. I love (laughs) that. So I had, while I was working on this art project at 11 and 12 o'clock at night, I was <laughs> able to do. have some quiet, reflective time. <laughs> Silver <laughs> lighting. Why did I do this? Why did I do this? Oh my gosh. Never. <laughs> stroke I make, no. Um, yeah, so I think also looking at expectations for me is another one that popped up for me. Mm. Of I feel like a lot of times I don't meet people's expectations and... The self-loving thing for me is to notice, am I meeting my own expectations mm. or am I focused on meeting other people's perceived expectations? They might not even expect not it of me, but totally. they might not. <laughs> but all-knowing Lindsay thinks they, they have these expectations. <laughs> I'm going to meet them because I need their love. <laughs> um, but so I can notice like when my love cup is empty, that's where I'm going to go to. This place of, I need to make sure I take care of other people so that they'll need me and love me, as opposed to my healthy space says, oh, I have enough love. I um, 
love myself. I can notice the places around me where I'm gathering love from different people mm. in my community. Mm. And maybe I don't need to try so hard to win people over or to make them like me, need me, whatever. Mm. And so I think even noticing that dysfunctional kind of thing that can happen when I'm not, my love cup is empty. Totally. And what mm. I love about the first example you gave when you were talking about boundaries and that being an area where you kind of need to show yourself some love and be kinder and gentler to yourself is that for me, this question very closely relates to boundaries in that often when you use this question on a more like for smaller decisions in your life and not these huge kind of life transitions, it's often about realizing what is the boundary you need to set. So a really practical example, a friend of mine had this recently where she was um, she'd committed to going to a dinner that at the time when she committed to it, um, she wanted to go to and, you know, she had every intention of going. However, on the day when it came around, she was in a very different space. She was, you know, really tired and didn't have any energy and was feeling like this huge obligation to go to this event because she'd said yes to it. And, and I said to her, like, what would you do if you loved yourself? And she said, you know what, I would go home and just tidy up my apartment a little bit and make myself a peppermint tea and get an early night. And I was like, okay, permission to do that. <laughs> and so that was about, you know, <laughs> setting setting a boundary and and saying no to something that didn't serve her and acknowledging that you have the right to change your mind, you know. Yes. It's okay. Yes. Yes. You have the right to change your mind. That's a big one. Mm. So. I think a lot of times we're so worried about being shady or unreliable mm. that we sacrifice ourselves yeah. at that altar. Yeah. Of other people's needs are more important than mine. Totally. And people Letting do people this. Down. Yeah. yeah. People do this in really big ways. Like I see it all the time with people's careers where they don't give themselves permission to choose again. So they've been right. doing a career for like 15 years and, you know, they've invested a lot of time and energy into it and potentially a lot of time studying and a lot of money and whatever else, mm -hmm. but they no longer enjoy this path and they will not give themselves permission to choose a different path and to acknowledge it wasn't the wrong decision they made when they were 18 or 20 or whenever it was that they decided to follow this career path, but it's no longer, they've grown so much and they've changed so much and it's no longer what they want to do. So it's about giving yourself permission to choose again. Mm -hmm. So it can come up in huge things like that or in little ways, like I just explained with my friend, where it's like you made a decision based on how you felt that day and the information that was available to you. And then when the time came around, you felt differently about it. And that's okay. Yeah. You yeah. don't have to stick to this original decision like so hard just because you said you would, you know. Yeah, I feel like one of my close friends, shout out to Katie. <laughs> if you're listening, fellow Katie. Two, <laughs> if you're listening, Katie. Uh, fellow two, we have great discussions about what it's like to be a people pleaser mm. and what it's like to um, get some tools around that. And one thing she's always reminding me is what's your best yes? Ugh. And so she asked the question of if you're saying yes to someone or something, you're saying no to something else. Mm. And so if you get really clear on that, if I'm saying yes to, I don't know, say doing the school art project, 
<laughs> just for by example. <laughs> for example, um, what am I saying no to? Yeah, you know, I'm saying no to sleep. To I'm sleep. saying no to, <laughs> to showing up as a rational human being the next day. Some <laughs> <laughs> minor thing, right? So I feel like that simple question of what's your best yes really lines up with what would you do if you loved yourself? hundred percent. My best yes here is I'm going to choose myself. Or I'm going to choose my family as opposed to this commitment that maybe I need to get out of. Yeah. Well, I love that the best yes got brought up um, because I remember having a conversation with Lindsay as she was talking about um, the school project. Are we not letting this go? <laughs> well, I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Never. <laughs> This is what we're going to talk about for the rest of the episode. No, um, remember you walk into my office and you're just saying, you're saying, is this a man versus woman thing? Like, hmm. who's white? Like, who's did not get asked to how, volunteer for or, the school auction? Interesting. Or, how, or, or the fact that it's really easy for me to say no to things mm-hmm. and not feel bad about it. Yeah. And when I talk to her i said the, the reason is that i feel like i have more important things more <laughs> things that, Lindsay, that higher, your priorities aren't as important as cruises <laughs> how'd you hear that thing oh, no, no i know that's no, not what you meant <laughs> I, I have other things that's higher my priority than whatever it is someone is asking me to do and so i don't feel bad saying no mm. to, to those things Meanwhile, Sam's over here trying to uh, cause marital discord. <laughs> I'm trying to just purposely <laughs> take the intent <laughs> so we can work on the podcast. Exactly. This is brilliant. I mean, I'm, I'm a episode. former TV producer. It's all about drama. I just want a little bit of drama. <laughs> always, always drama. Um, yeah. No, but that's really good. But, and I think being clear well, in your priorities is, is a big I don't one. Know, sometimes there's this uh, dilemma, though, in my. Uh, in my mind about should I sometimes like quote unquote take one for the team hmm. even though it's not high priority for me should I just okay I'll just do it mm. right but mm. that wouldn't be the loving thing oh what what would I do if yeah I what would myself? you do if you loved yourself you or, wouldn't or would sometimes you? I feel like sometimes that question can be misused mm. and for selfish reasons mm-hmm. for example Mm. let's say this example Lindsay's been with the kids all day I've been working right yeah and I'm done and I'm telling Lindsay Lindsay the most loving thing I can do to my for myself right now is that I'm going to take a nap because it's been a long day for me (laughs) yeah that's a really good example yeah and I of course as the loving wife would say you deserve a nap and because she wants to please people (laughs) and get my approval so So wonder this marriage works Mm. And then I'll resent him forever. It's Great. fine. Okay. It's fine. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this. No, you'll be like, oh, hell no. You are not going upstairs for a nap. Oh, mm. come on. Mm. No, I feel like this is a really valid point, Kusi, because even in this whole, like right now, the Marie Kondo thing is such a big deal. Everyone's mm. watched on Netflix. They've read the book. And her big question is, is, with your material things, if this does not spark joy for you, get rid of it. Mm. Move on. And so I've been using this in therapy forever, right? Like if this relationship doesn't fit you or serve you anymore, move on. Mm. And that's not always a cut and dry thing, right? I can't Mm. move on from my children when they're acting heinous. I'm not going to say, hey, kids, you don't spark joy. Peace. (laughs) You know, we had a good run. Appreciate you. And now I'm out. 
I'm out. Mama out. <laughs> so I think True. it's like the idea of if I love myself, I'm investing in long-term relationships. It's not just if I love myself, I'm going to do the thing right now in this moment that feels great all the time. Sometimes, yes. Mm. But there is this discernment on that question. Totally. I think that's a really good point. Going and I think that's the whole episode in itself is like, because so many people have this fear around when does self-love become selfish? Does it ever? And this, oh my you word. You know, like that's like the ultimate thing. That's a year of episodes right yeah. there. <laughs> and so, but that to your point, Chris, around, you know, sometimes if you ask yourself that question and purely had your own interests at heart all of the time, is that a convenient way of giving yourself an excuse to go and do something that in that moment might actually be quite self-centered to go have a nap when Lindsay's been looking after the kids all day. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I, I feel, I feel like um, something similar has happened in the past and because we're, we're on this, you know, similar journey where when that happened in the past, I was able to say, Hey, can I take a 15 minute nap? Just a quick power nap. And then when I'm done, why don't you go take, take the rest of the day off or, or I can take over the kids. I can make dinner. You can go, go rest up. Mm. We've done that before, but it wasn't like I'm going for a nap. I'm too tired. Peace out. Good luck. Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> I love you just guys. Do it. Oh my gosh. This is now just going to become think... like a marriage advice podcast. Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> so, um, but for you, Coos, think... do you have an example? Well, yeah. I mean, my example that, uh, we were, we were talking about earlier how yeah. the same question put with the same situation can result in different answers. Yes. It's, it's really hard for me to pick an example because, again, the example of like work all day, a long day, and then with the kids, dinner, and getting them to bed. And then I would ask myself, what would be the most loving thing for me to do right now? Yeah. Is it? sit down and read a book or should I watch Netflix? <laughs> yeah. There are cases where Netflix is an acceptable answer and others <laughs> would be reading books. Yeah. Um, but I think it's the, um, the intent or like, am I choosing Netflix because I'm running away from something mm. or because I'm choosing Netflix because that's just it's what enjoyable I need, right now. Because that's what yeah. I need right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so true. And that comes down to, again, like this being really honest with yourself. Why are you doing it? You know? And I think that you, in your heart, always know the answer to it. Mm -hmm. And I think the answer that pops up is the truth. That's you know? it. Like you can't, mm -hmm. well, you know, the, these podcast episodes are marked explicit so I can swear, but you cannot bullshit yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for something a little heavier. I know, so. my gosh. <laughs> Sam going, oh, wow. <laughs> but you can't, you know, you might be able to bullshit other people, but you can't do that to yourself. You always yeah. know. Yeah. The hard thing though, sometimes is that there are also cases where you're in a situation that involves other people. Mm. When you answer the question, it will affect other people, right? Yeah. Like in a, in a bad relationship. Yeah. And you are really invested in it. Like, let's say you have you have kids, but you know you're not in a good in a good relationship. Mm. The, the loving thing to do might be that you know what, 
I can't do this anymore. I need to take care of myself. Mm. Do something. I'm out. But yeah. but that's really hard to do, even though you know the answer to it. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. There could be some serious consequences to how you answer this question on right. the big stuff. Oh, totally. And on yeah. those things, you know. And I think the self-loving thing in that is that you gather resources and you gather your people. Oh, you get the support say, you need. Right. You know? mm -hmm. Like you yeah. can't do this alone on the big stuff. And you give yourself a lot of grace. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that just even noticing that everyone has an individual choice. Mm -hmm. Everyone's self-loving action or thought or behavior is unique to them. Mm -hmm. And that gives us a lot of wiggle room, you know, to maybe the answer doesn't come up as quickly as we think sometimes, or maybe we do bullshit ourselves and come up with like, a, Oh yeah, yeah, it's this totally easy route. And so what if you give space sometimes to this question? What if mm -hmm. in the day to day you're asking like for lunch, what would I do if I love myself? I would maybe eat healthier, but I think in this place of what would I do for a career? What would yeah. I do for, with a life partner yeah. or, should I have kids or should I move across the world or whatever? That's a big thing. Mm. I think it's okay to sit with it and to see what comes mm -hmm. up. Maybe, you know, spend time journaling and what, what themes pop up as you write about this and think about this and talk about this with others. Yeah. I think this is a great question to journal on for big kind of life areas to just write in right. your journal. What would I do if I love myself in the area of my career and right. see what comes out because you're right because it, with big, big decisions like that, because it shifts and changes day to day, moment to moment, it's kind of good to sit with it, like you're saying, Lindsay, for a while and to see if there's an overall pattern. Like, you know, if over the course of a month, yeah, it shifts and changes, but three weeks of that month, it felt like the right thing to do. Right. You know, because mm -hmm. it'll give you more of a like, what is the overall thing that feels loving for this big decision that I have to make. I think as we continue to explore self-love, all that it means, it is obvious to me that it is not a black and white issue. It hmm. is not clear cut. It requires a lot of intention to figure it out for your individual self. And so creating space and patterns and rhythms and experimenting with stuff mm. to figure out what works for you is really where the gold's at. Because again, what self-love means for me is going to mean something different for Sam, for Coos. And I think the, the kind of the thing that pops up for me is how do we experiment? So like for this week, how do we experiment with this question? Yeah, I think it would be really great for listeners out there to just ask themselves this question as often as they think of it on a daily basis for little yep. decisions, for bigger decisions, and just to see what answers they get and how it feels and what it right. feels like to use this as a filter for your decision-making. You know, I think it'd be really fun to hear from our listeners. Yeah. What is popping up for you when you ask this question? Do you have any insights? Does anything change for you if you start asking this question to yourself? Yeah. You can contact us on our Instagram at you are infinitely loved, or you can head to our website and send us your, yeah, your experimentation, what's been coming up for you through our contact form. So go to youareinfinitelyloved.com for that. Thank you for listening to this episode. Our hope is that each day you feel more connected to the knowledge that you are infinitely loved. 
If you want to continue this conversation, you can find us at yourinfinitelyloved.com.